Welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. My name is Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my long-term business coaching partner, Adam Sunhalter. It's got to be Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. My car automatically drives to Willoughby, Ohio, where we sit and talk about small businesses for an hour. That's what we do in our coaching practice. We deal with small businesses, and we define those as 1 to 25 employees, any industry. As I say, we've been doing this for over 15 years. There isn't too much we haven't seen with small business. We absolutely love it. And tonight, well, what our shows usually consist of is we pull issues from our weekly coaching client meetings, and we try to bring those into the to the show where we kind of talk about them in different ways and ultimately we lead the solutions or they're ongoing developing more information as the weeks go by but uh, tonight we're going to talk about how do I start a company how do I start a small business and most importantly how do I succeed when I do it Roughly 70% of small businesses fail within three years. And you hear that often. You see statistics written up and displayed in different places, basically uh, talking about that 70%. Why in the world do they fail? Now, tonight we're going to talk about why and how to basically start a successful business or keep a business going so it's succeeding. And there's going to be two classes before I turn you over to Adam here for a minute. Two classifications we're going to talk about. What if I don't know anything about business and I'm going to start a business? As strange as that may sound, it's done every day. It's done often. In fact, not knowing what what business is about is one of the biggest reasons that the percentage of failure is so high. But yet it's the American dream that you start your own business, and everyone's chasing it now. It's it's very popular, but the fundamentals still aren't known. You can't le- learn the fundamentals of a successful business in 12 weeks, uh, three months, six months, get a, a degree in entrepreneurial studies, and you're going to go out and tear up the world. It doesn't work that way. So that's the first classification. The other classification, what if I do know a lot about business? Now, the way we'll address this and talk, or we'll attempt to, this is a discussion. We aren't looking for final concrete issues here that are going to be resolved tonight, but we're going to give you some very good advice and some decent stories that uh, align these two. So anyway, with that introduction, hello, Adam. How are you doing tonight, bud? I'm fantastic, Jack. Very blessed to be here. Happy to be here on a beautiful late November Wednesday evening. we got a great show for you, as Jack said. We're talking about starting. And, and just because you own a company right now doesn't mean this is not for you because we have quite a few clients. In fact, we were having a good discussion actually just a few days ago with a, a client of ours. been a client for probably about five years now. And they were trying hard before the end of the year to get to 10 tax returns. So what do you mean? Well, you know, that's all the companies that, that, that they've started. And this, if you go back five years ago, they had one company. Now they're pushing double digits, Jack. So what a story. What a good. What a, they're great clients. Well, part of the part of the fun. This is with this client of ours. Um, they use acronyms, which is very common. Uh, many many um, 
folks will use acronyms to name their companies. We have, we have quite a few clients who are, who are like that. Um, they may use their initials, may use kids' names, different things, that they, whatever it might be to kind of do it. This client's very unique, uh, has a unique sense of humor, and so the, 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 the names that, that, that they give to their, to their companies are... are uh, <laughs> can be. Can be very yeah. fun. It's probably some of the more humorous times that the attorneys and CPAs have in terms of dealing with our client on this because they get to name companies and file corporate stuff with uh, knowing what those what those acronyms mean. You can, have, you can have fun with it. So, he, you know, the, 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 that client falls into the category, Jack, as you're laying down about people that don't know much about business or anything about business versus people that know quite a bit about business. Uh, he knows quite a bit about business. And so the idea or the thought of starting a company is not overwhelming for him. So before we get into some of these stories, let me tell people how they get a hold of us, Jack. You know, that's a great that's a great idea. Thanks. Well, you usually remind me, and now I had to remind myself. I was going to tell you, but I started the app. That's there, right. So. All right, so we got lots of ways. So we got Sean sitting by here behind the glass. Our engineer's taking care of stuff. 440-946-9468. So you can talk to Sean that way, or you can also use that number, 440-946-9468. You can also text that. So you can text your questions, your thoughts, and we'll uh, respond and bring it up on the air if you have questions that way. You can also email us, radio at MaximumVP.com, or you can try tweeting at us. We've got three of those for the company one, which is at MaximumVP. For Jack Mancini, he's at Jack MVP, And for myself, I'm at Adam Sonhalter. So you can tweet. So emails, tweets, phone calls, texts. I mean... What's that text number again? 440-946-9468. It's easy. It repeats the 946. That's 946 is W-I-N. All right? So W-I-N-W-I-N-T. 9468. There you go. All right. So... Lots of ways to be part of the show if you have some ideas or thoughts about it. But, again, it's one of those things I think, and this is probably a good time of year to talk about this, Jack, because you have lots of holiday stuff happening here in the next month or two. Celebrations, year-end celebrations, holiday celebrations. And so lots of people's going, going to parties and, and, and discussions, and you know, you just know that people are at the bar, at the Christmas party, they're, they're bad-mouthing the boss, they're saying, hey, this is it, Jack, this is the year I'm going to start that company. And we've been talking about this idea for six years, and this is it. 2019's the year, Jack, right? Okay, buddy, we got it. You know, we're six beers in, and we're feeling great. And the next morning comes, hey, we talked about going to business last night. What's going on, Jack? Can you start a business that way? Sure can. <laughs> <laughs> So it's going to be a popular topic of conversation. People often talk about it. But how do you get from the talk to there? And at what point do you actually become a business, Jack? When good, are you officially a business? Good question. I got, I got yeah, lots that's of, a good question. I got lots of questions here, Jack. Very good. So, <laughs> but, but why is it, why is it, is it confusing, difficult? Why, why does almost everybody talk about it? dance with the idea of, of, of kind of owning a company. Maybe they want to own a company to be the boss or you know, maybe, maybe that's a driving factor or they just want the freedom. There's lots of reasons that might drive it, but how come so few actually make the jump, Jack? How come? Why? I don't... We're gonna, you got get the some answer or you want me to give you one? I got all kinds of answers, Jack. <laughs> You're probably going to answer too. So we're gonna, I think we're going to address some of those questions. I got you know all kinds of other questions too, but um, the the one about when when you're in business, let's come back to that one a little later because that's a little more intricate in terms of how do you determine when you're in business. But how do you start? 
here we are. We're, 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 we're two guys with cans on our heads, you know, talking into microphones. How do you start a business, Jack? How's it start? Well, it has to be an idea first. You got to okay. do that first. So do we you have don't to start a company by starting it? There's legal issues. There's accounting. That's how most people start. Well, that's hard to say about most people. So hold on. So that's uh, so we I need that. We, so, that so, so we, so we, so we need to have a creative session. I got to turn the lights down here and yeah, turn the lights down. Hey, light some light candles. The candles, yeah. That's start, probably what we should do. Start smoking some pot, hanging out, get some good ideas. Uh, Let the yep. ideas flow, Jack. Okay. Is that, is that what we should do? How do I start a business? How do I do yeah. that? I want to do that. I'm I'm at the Christmas party. I I. I, I'm getting all pumped up. I hate my job. I want to go somewhere else. I'm tired of whatever. So how do I start a business? You start it, Jack. I'll join you when, when it started. You let me know. Whatever. I don't care what it is, Jack. When you're and ready, you let me, me know. You'll give me money, so I'm going to need money. How much whoa, will I need? Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I don't know. How much will I need? A, what do I need? God, it, it's, money for, I, 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 it's so overwhelming. I got I'm me. What go else do you need besides me? Go home. <laughs> go on. <laughs> what else do you need besides me? I got my, you know, I'll dedicate time and effort and... I don't have much money, but you know, you don't need money to start a company. Not at all. All right. You don't need money to start a company. So the idea, I'm picturing that light bulb going off. The idea. Okay. So where do we get ideas? So we 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 half joking here about yeah, you kind of sit down, have a little powwow. That, that's one way to do it. Yeah, you know, try to get some some ideas. But there are lots of good ways to get ideas. Ideas Jack. are all over the all around us. We can't, you know, we we see the world. You like to quote Matrix, the movie Matrix, oh, yes. the scene where they show these numbers flashing by and in, in the Matrix form, and you know they look like a bunch of flashing numbers, which they would be to me, not meaning anything. Where somebody I can't remember his name has the ability to see messages and see. Words in in those that flurry of financial numbers flowing by. So how do you do that? How do you see opportunities? They're all around us. We have low tolerance. I do low tolerance for people who are complaining about being laid off or, or uh, you know, they just they, they hate their job. Well, do something about it. Well, what can I do? I'm whining. Is that some, that's doing something? That's Jack. whining, big time whining. I'm part of the BMW club. Do you know that? BMW. Go on. You remember that? <laughs> the BMW Club. <laughs> Bitchers, moaners, and whiners. You got it. So you know That's what it was. It. I know what the BMW. That comes from a guy named Joe Ty, by the way. Good Is guy. That right? Values coach. Good guy. But he, he coined that phrase. That was a great phrase. I heard it years ago. Well, let's say you've had ideas. You know, the idea. Where did those ideas come from? They came from friends, family, things you read, things you've experienced, things you've seen walking down the street, things you've seen in your in your work and in whatever hobbies or interests you have. You could you you have all these ideas filling in your head with absolutely and I'm I said at the beginning of this segment here, two classifications: you, you, people who don't know much about business at all and those who know a lot about business. Uh, it, the approach to starting a business is much different between those two groups. But everyone can start a business. It doesn't take money. It ultimately takes a plan, not a fancy MBA college plan where you go, oh, my God, i got to spend whatever to go get a college degree. Total nonsense. It doesn't start from a lot of the stuff that's taught in these these 12-week courses, these three weekends a month kind of thing, whatever it might be. There's no real quick fix 
to running or starting and running a successful, and the keyword here is successful, meaning growing sustainable profits. There, there's, there's opportunities galore to do this, but it has to start with an idea. So you can get ideas from the world around you, and you probably have a few now, and write them down, jot them down. You know, they can start from business opportunities, go online, look at business opportunities under the various newspapers, other headings, business, uh, businesses for sale, buy for sale. All right, so hold on. So business opportunities within your local newspaper. Start there. The local newspaper is the best. But there's the consult. Well, yes, start That's there. Right. So there's a printed version. There's also an online version for most most local papers. Magazine like Inc. Magazine, mm. uh, Inc. 500, Inc. 5000. You could peruse, get yourself lost in that, and look at the various businesses in probably about 15 categories. There's small businesses. We deal in small businesses uh, under $2 million. You know, that might seem high for someone starting a business, and it, and it is, relatively speaking, in many cases. But it's a small business, and we deal all the way down to... Very small numbers, both in people, one person versus 25 people. So you start with that. You look at business, uh, business, not business magazines as much as your leisure magazines. There's opportunities in there. You look at bank issues. Banks do, believe it or not, give bad loans, and they aren't all big loans. Those can be purchased and business started around those ideas. We got, we got lots of ideas for ideas. Hold on. So we got we're up against our first break already, Jack. So we got more pl- we got more places. We got more ideas about where to get ideas. Yeah. When you come back. So <laughs> okay. stay tuned. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. We got more dirty secrets of small business coming your way. So stay tuned here on Integrity Radio, WINT thirteen thirty AM, one oh one five FM and online. WINTradio.com. All right, all right. Welcome back. We're here talking about how to start a small company. And more, more specifically. And be successful with it. Yeah, and how to, how to find ideas. Well, it's for our ideas. we got lots of ideas for ideas, right? That's so right. You're saying look around, and you got you, know, you mentioned Inc. the Inc. 500, Inc. 5000. Let's all track some of these as part of our, our show notes too, Jack. But there's, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of local things like that too. We have... Here in, here in the Cleveland area, we've got some, some local growth stuff. And before I get into those details, these lists, like the Inc. 5000, Inc. 500 lists, all that good stuff, these are all lists that are looking at growing companies. And I, I keep forgetting to get the, the, the number out, Jack. I know you want to know what the text number is, don't you? Yeah. four 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 zero nine four six nine four six eight. You can text us. We'll, we'll respond and we'll put you on the air. You can call in that same number and talk to Sean. So four four zero nine four six nine four six eight. If you have some yeah, ideas. If you're serious about if you're serious about trying to start a business, whether you're a total novice or somebody who's been around business a little bit, give us a call. We've helped a number of people do that, and in many cases. Very little or no money into it. So if you have that, if you have the idea, have them call. Right, we can talk about because they'll ask. Sure. No, hey, is no, this a good no, idea, Jack? I'm like, I don't know. Let's talk about it. Right. It might, be, it might be a good idea. But if you don't have an idea, that's what we're trying to help them with. So we talk about the Inc. 500, Inc. 5000 list. That's showing the fastest growing companies here in the U.S. And we have local versions of that. So you look here in, in the Cleveland area. We have something that's been around for a long time called the Weatherhead 100 list. That looks at fastest growing companies here in the Cleveland area. And they often will have kind of bigger companies and some smaller companies as part of that. But those lists are published. 
here in here in the area here on the east side of Cleveland in Lake and Jogger County, they have what's called the Fast Track 50. And again, that's 50 companies in, in Lake and Jogger County each year that are the fastest growing. And they have the emerge. I usually call the smaller companies like the emerging companies, Jack. Usually, maybe it's four million or so or, or, or less in sales. Um, and then they have the, the kind of those the, those more larger companies. So you, you can look for those kind of lists. And, and so why are those lists helpful? Because again, you know, people can go out and, and, and access these things, Jack. But then, okay, it's like uh, you can give me a toolbox full of great tools for a carpenter. You know what, what's going to happen with that box? Not much. I'm going to be looking at it going, that's kind of some cool, nice, shiny tools, but I have no clue what to do with that stuff, that's right? That's correct. So the reason you'd want to go look at some of these lists is it's trying to trigger some ideas. And it's triggering ideas for things that are having some success, right? Because, again, if we look at the, the national list, like the Inc. 500, Inc. 5000 list, which is national, or look at the Weathered 100 or, or the, 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 the Lake Geauga County Fast 50, I'm going to see what types of companies are, are growing quickly. And whether well, I got the 50 companies, the 100 companies, the 500, the 5,000, okay, that right there, that's almost 6,000 companies, Jack. I mean, how long would it take me to actually go through and, and research those companies? Just all the good ideas yeah. about what kind of company. And what's nice is, okay, this company is identified. Its revenue is, is identified. And in today's Google world, you can start to take that company and the products they make and research them to find other companies. Or if you're, depending on how you're inclined to, to approach things, you might be hands-on. Let's say you find a company that uh, is, is done interior design and they've grown from $300,000 in annual sales in year one, three years ago or five years ago, and now today they're doing a million dollars. Uh, and you like interior design. Well, here's a company that you can use to research and lead to more companies in the same business, giving you ultimately a blueprint for what your idea would be looking like. That's the first step, to find your product and or service. So we're and at a very... The, the, the globe is huge yes. with opportunities. I was going to say, we're at a very global view. That's a great word, Jack. We're at a very high level just trying to... Okay, let's try to narrow it down a little bit because there's so many possibilities. We, we, we lay out 6,000 potential opportunities. Here, just right, on the of, things, yeah. That's, yeah, just that's a, scratching. <laughs> the, that's not even scratching the surface. And so, you know, not all 6,000 are going to make sense to you. So you want to kind of, you know, maybe sort of focus it a little bit where you find a couple areas. And what's fun about this is you, you find areas that, that often you, you don't even think about, okay? And... We have a very simple example, a client years ago, where we had uh, one of, it was a company that, that currently existed, but the, the partners wound up splitting apart, and the one partner got bought out, wanted to do something else, and was looking to either starting or buying companies, and we took them through a version of this process. And it was about 18 months into the process, after he had started a couple of things, he also found something to buy. That's the way you, you do these things, too. But the company he bought was a dental staffing company. Now, Dental staffing. He, yeah, yeah, go on. That, that, that wasn't even on his radar, right? Because he didn't know. He didn't know until he started to investigate and look at the business opportunity section or look at the Inc. 5000. Started to get some ideas and said, saying, hey, well, I mean, you know, yeah, I go to the dentist every six months, but other than that, I don't really know much about a dental office, right? But, hey, there's an existing thing here. The company's growing nicely. There's a There's a demand for it. You can't. You can't outsource getting your teeth cleaned, Jack, right? It's got to it's be somebody there doing it for you, right? So saw some very good things in this business, and it fit what he was looking for. 
And so when you start turning over those rocks, and, you, and when you start to kind of now, you go from that global view, we got a bunch of ideas, start to kind of narrow it down a bit, you start spending some time investigating a little bit more. You narrow it down is the key, and now you got one or two industries, one or two companies that, that seem to, you know, be your liking. And yeah, now you focus on getting information and, and understanding everything you can about that company. And even if it's local, to even go and volunteer to work in it for, for some time. I mean, don't, don't take anything for granted. And the opportunity is there for you to develop an idea into a business. And that's, you know, that's one of many ways that, that you can start a business. And that's the best way. And it's taken your time, but it hasn't taken dollars of any consequence. Two more quick resources for ideas, Jack. One would be look at, again, this is all local stuff. Look through your local chambers of commerce. You can scan through those and see who's in there. And then local incubators. So incubators, again, you've got some startup companies, some you know, early-stage companies that are there. Uh, chances are if you're, near, if you're near a major metropolitan area, you've probably got one or multiple incubators there. Take a look at the local community colleges or local universities. They often may have some incubators there. You've got companies that are there. And if you look around, you, you'll see. So if you don't have any ideas at all, that's what this first part of this show has been about. How do you figure out what the company would be that you'd start? Okay. That's, a, that's a common challenge. On. If you're looking at all these places, basically you're going you're gonna to find a few, and now you spend time, you know, tell family, friends, tell everybody, don't be shy. Let everyone know you're looking for a company. And if you have it defined, hey, I'd, I'd like interior design. I don't know why I'm fixated on that tonight. But, uh, okay, there's opportunities because of our lovely Christmas tree that's in the studio, Jack. It's getting you inspired. What's that? The Christmas tree in the studio here is getting you inspired. That's what it is. You're feeling <laughs> needed to have some interior design going. That's maybe, what it is. But interior design, uh, maybe like a small manufacturing company, and you don't know who's talking to who. There might be somebody in, uh, who's wanting to give up their business now. They're moving. Their health issues are, are something. Their siblings don't want the company. You don't know until you start to focus and ask people for help. Go out and, like like we like to say, turn over rocks. Mm. And it's amazing if you get focused and aggressive. I'm not going to say guarantee, but I'll come close to that word. You know, we can guarantee you'll find a company and start a business if it's Guaranteed. All right. Guaranteed. All right, Jack. So here, I got the idea. That's okay. That's enough on the idea front. We got, I got the idea down. Lots of ways. That's right. Lots of ways to get ideas. So we, so we finally picked an idea. All right. Now what? So if you want to stick with your interior design, that's fine. Oh, that's wait. Good. Isn't that it? That's it. So I have my, I have my interior, interior design. design. That's it. Now what? Well, I got my company now. No, I don't. I have an idea now. <laughs> right? How do you have a company? Well, I'm going to go to the cocktail party on Christmas and tell everybody that I got a company. It's going to be interior design. The people won't interiors even know. By, the question, interiors right, by the, Jack. What are we calling this? The question. <laughs> the, the people won't even know. The people won't even know what kind of questions to ask you. <laughs> so give it a name. Yeah, interiors by Jack. Nice. All right. All right. Jack knows how to button I, shirts. IBJ. Pull down by zippers. Jack. And, see and, now. Uh, but get you an ascot, Jack. It'd be good. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little. Uh, yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> With patched sleeves or patched elbows. Patched, patched elbows and a little. little no, thing. but the point is. Do you have a company? What what makes somebody having a company? This is starting a company. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about. So I got the idea now. Now, now what? What's next? God, I, I, I'm, I'm afraid, Adam. I don't know. Okay. 
Well, I don't know how to start this. Well, I, don't I don't know how to this, start my company. This may circle back to the question I asked in the opening in terms of when, when are you officially a company? That's a great question. I, uh, it, uh, so when are you a great company? So if I have the idea down, okay, what comes next? I got, uh, I got $500 in my checkbook. Hey, that Jack, thing. you know what? I think you have a great eye. I'd love you to kind of come over to my house and do some, some interior design work. When can, you, when can you come over? Well, don't I have a company when I do? Do I have to give a name to my company? You told me it's Interiors by Jack. Oh, okay. So, do so I, make I got a name. Wait, I got the idea, and I got a name, and I've researched my idea, and I understand the world of interior design way better right now than I do or than I did when I didn't have my idea. <laughs> so now I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me make sure I heard that right. Go on. So now, so now that you have your idea... For your yes. interior design business, you understand interior design better than you did before you had the idea for it. Right. Okay. Because I've How researched it? it. I've researched, researched it, it, and I've been doing some work over the last ah, six months. Market research. I've looked it. at a lot of different interior designs, and I got a nice little write-up of it. About oh, you're ready for the Christmas paragraphs. party, then. Six paragraphs, 22 sections. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a good idea of what I want to do. All right. So now we got the idea. We've done some research. have it fleshed out a bit so you can kind of articulate it when we're at that cocktail party, the holiday party, wherever it's going to be. You can tell me what what, what all is kind of going, going to go Adam, on there. Adam, how right? are you? I haven't seen you in years. Well, you hold know, on. Last hold time on, hold I on. was at your house, uh, you know, there I, I saw want you, a dog uh, on a Christmas tree. I want you to hold, hold that thought because we're up against the break here, Jack. So when we come back, I want to hear what what happens next. Okay, I'm ready. You're primed and ready. We've gone through the idea stage. We've researched it. We're ready to launch. we got a name. But we what do we got? We're, oh, well, we are. Now what? Okay. Stay tuned. We'll find out. I'm Adam Sunhalter. I'm Jack Quincini, and I, again, I can't wait to get into the new segment. All right. Stay tuned. we got more Dirty Secrets coming your way here on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, com. All right, we're rocking it here. Halfway through our show on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Welcome back. Glad to have you here. Glad you stay with us to learn and talk about how do you start a business and be successful with it. I'm your co-host, Adam Sonhalter. So we got as far as, well, wait a minute. My yep. name's Jack Quincy. And if you got ideas, 440-946-9468, text us. We'd text love us, to call get us. your text. Yeah, Same call. number works both. You can text. Jack's standing by, He's sitting by, looking at the computer, waiting for the text to come People in. People are shy when they start to form their business or have ideas. Uh, so a, a text would be a little easier okay. for him to do. Say, but anyway. Well, say hello to Jack. So hold on. Before we get to, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you mentioned earlier about the percent that fails. I was looking this up while we were in the break. Because those are common stats that are out there. So there's a – because here's a concern. I have an idea. I've researched it, Jack, but I don't want to be one of those failures. Okay. Right. All right. So I'm looking here, and the, the, the Bureau of Labor Statistics says 20%, one in five, will fail in the first year. Okay. All right. First year. About half are going to be gone by the fifth year. And by year number 10? I had three. They're almost gone. Three year? I don't have a three year on this one. I said 70% by three years. Okay. Our yeah, that's all right. Okay. Well, actually. Yeah, 7% are still there. We'll survive their second year of business. You may have, may have been reading it differently. So about 70% survive the second year. Half by the fifth year are gone. Fifth year. And okay. then you got 30% are left by the 10th year. Okay. So I want to be that 30%, Jack. 
Yeah. Is my idea good enough you to be the 30%? Idea? I don't know. That's what, that's what we're trying to talk about. So here we are. And that's I think it's a big fear of driving people. They don't want to fail. They want to fa- if, if I take that jump, Jack, i got to make sure I, I land them by both feet. I'm going to be here 10 years from no, now. No, you can get so conservative and worry about problems that you'll never start, which is probably another 30 million that are, are like that, maybe more. I'm throwing numbers out okay. just by feel. All right. So when we, when we last left, we were talking about your, your, idea your interior, interior design. And I wanted to come to look at my house. Oh, wow. we, got, we have interiors by Jack, right? IBJ, that's your company. Interiors by Jack. And I want you to come look at my house. And I'm, uh, wait so, a minute, how am I going to, I got to get business. I got to have a plan, don't I? I want I want you to come to my house. I, I want to be your first customer, Jack. Oh, you want to? Yeah. Boy, my earphones are screwed up. No, oh. no wait, it's my ears, not my earphones. <laughs> I don't have earphones. The cans are okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, I want you to be my. Came on. Yeah, go on. I want you to be the to be my first customer. I, I want to be your first customer. I, I want you to come over. Okay. So, wh- how do you normally charge? Do I, do I, do I pay a retainer or oh do I? Oh my do God! I, how, I, how does it all I work? I don't know. I don't have a plan. I I, I just have a name. Wait and a I minute. I know I'm, I can get into the business because I I like that stuff. Okay. But boy, you're scaring me now. You're asking me questions I can't answer. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to give you money. Who do I make the check payable to, Jack? Make it up. <laughs> <laughs> Make it up to Jack, the and Jack. I'll be over sometime when I figure out <laughs> what I'm doing. <clears throat> All right. No, 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 no. Really, I have to. Uh, I have to have uh, a name to my company, and I do. Interior designs by Jack. I have to have a sense of my product and my pricing. I have to understand how I will do this. How will I assess the needs and the ideas and the design work that I'm going to do, and do I charge you for that? See, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on those hold on. are all business kind hold of hold questions. On, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me right. let's go back a second. You said you have a name. Yes. What does that mean? You have a name. I have a name that I can use rather than my own. Okay, but how do you know that you can use it? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, those so, are good questions you're asking. Well, because I mean, here you are. We thought we thought we were ready. We spent got the idea down. Did a bunch of research, and you're all excited to go to your next party. Go, okay, I can talk about it now. I call the Secretary of State, or I contact the Secretary of State to see if that name is available. Very simple, user-friendly. Even I can use it. Very user-friendly site, and it'll tell you instantly whether designs by Jack are is being used somewhere. Or oh, it's it is available. being used. I got two in- interiors by Jack. I got to do something else to get whatever What's the, the name. Design? Right? Whatever, no, but say you, you may find that's not available. That's so I gotta, right. I got to do a different name because I got another guy doing designs by Jack over See, here. See, but I'm doing this in the privacy of my home uh, before I go out and start oh. publicizing okay. it. Okay, I'm sorry. So now I got a name and it's registered. I registered and it costs a few bucks, 100 okay. bucks, 25, I don't know what it is, but it, <clears throat> it costs a few bucks and now you have the rights to use this name. So wait, so am I in business now? <clears throat> I would say. You're in business. You're a, you're in business without business knowledge category versus in business with some business cate- knowledge category. But you have well, wait you a have minute. the ability to promote yourself. Start to promote yourself now. now. You, s- you got I'm a name. Holding. You got a name. But do you have a company? Yeah. What you, you skipped that part. What no. are you? I don't have to worry about anything like tax filing. I can get a tax ID number. Are you an LLC? I'll get a tax ID number, but that won't come into uh, play for a few months anyway. Right, but do you have a corporation set up, a company set up? I didn't do that yet. Oh, okay. Well, 
Why didn't I do that? Oh well, I'm, try- I'm trying to see. I'm, again, I'm trying to see. Are we in business yet? We aren't in business yet, though. Well, that's how you're defining it. I'm in business when I get my name locked in, and I get a tax ID number. Now I have an identity with the government. Now I'm in business. Can I do business? I can do business. I can do business if I don't have my my uh, uh, my tax filing. I can do business. Oh well. Need a, You have to have a corporation set up to do business. You no, have a bank account set up to do business. I don't need a business. corporation to, to do business. I could do it as a sole proprietor. Okay. And since I started my business January second, I don't probably have to file much in the way of serious taxes until a year from then. Right. So I don't need much in the way of tax ID usage. So don't I worry really about. So don't worry about the stuff that you're saying. Just go be a sole proprietor and just start that yeah, way. It's not. It's not going to be due. Maybe due on some forms. If there's a lawyer listening or something, a specialist, he'd probably say, "Yeah, you need registration with these organizations." But that's okay. I can do that. But I don't have to do it before. I'll put it in quotes. I'm in business. I'm when, in business now, Adam. When should I talk to an attorney, Jack? Because I'm having this, I'm having these questions, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I would I'm say feeling, I'm feeling a bit off. within the first three months, so I started my business in January second. I got you as my first client. Okay. And I went over to your house. I took measurements. I got idea. I'm working on ideas now. I probably should talk to an attorney and create a corporation, uh, or some type of business entity. So I'll do that. I why why can I do it now? Well, I got a pretty good idea. I've checked it out. I've researched it. I spent some time. I got my name registered legally. I got a tax ID number. And, okay, these forms are ready to go. The pertinent information is ready to go. I got to work on my business. I can't worry too much about accountants and lawyers, but I got to see them. So I see the lawyer, and he sets me up with an LLC or whatever he's going to set it up. Okay. I talk to my CPA. I got my tax ID number. What kind of reports do I have to file and when? Okay. Okay, now those those items are now taken care of okay all right so are we in business now well, we've been in business oh, ever since i got my uh, tax id number did you get any sales yet no no sales yet you're my first client so you have a bank account you, yet if you pay me i'm on a cash basis so if you pay me i'll be i'll be in business you're on a cash so. discount <laughs> <laughs> cash discount payments but no this is go. good this is good so i would say yes i'm uh, i'm in business now but since I don't have any business knowledge or very little, I don't know how to price my time and products. And But you said you'd hire me because you, I know know, you. you know me. I know I can trust you. Okay. Right? And I'm going to design your place like you've never seen before. And that may or may not be good, but no, it should be good. You charge for those designs? But I have to, I have to figure out how to set a selling price for my product. And that's gonna that's gonna get me pretty uh, pretty nervous because I probably don't have any idea how to do that. So how do I how do I move from there? Boy, who do I talk to yeah. now? So many people, and these are reasons they start to fail. Up to this point, you got a tax ID number, you got a name, it's registered, you got a corporation formed, you got a notice of, of how you should be filing taxes and who should do it all year. So you're good in that way. Now you got to start to develop your business and truly run it. And one of the yeah. first things you got to do is know how to set selling price. Yeah, you got to get your first sales, right? You got to get your sales. <clears throat> we got your product and service somewhat identified pretty well. And now we got to go understand the market. So that research that you were doing before is going to be the basis of that. 
Okay. Well, it would be helpful if you had a business coach around here now, but that's, you know. So you start up. So a lot of people feel or they may say, hey, Jack, you know, until you got your first sale. And if you walk into almost any retail establishment or mom-and-pop retail establishment, you often will see a framed dollar bill. It's very common. Not as common as much these days as it used to be, but it's very common still. You'll see like a framed dollar bill, which right. is like that first dollar, first customer kind of coming in, right? First customer to buy breakfast at the restaurant kind of thing. So they, they frame it. It's a big deal, right? So many people think, hey, unless you're getting sales, you're not in business yet. But that's not, in fact, that's, that's not the case at all. You just described a case where I haven't gotten dollar one of sales yet. And I'm in business. Yeah. And, right. and there's a lot of fancy pants folks um, that talk about these high tech startups, right? Hey, we're in startup mode, Jack. You know what that's code for? I ain't got no sales. That's right. All right? I'm in startup mode because I'm, I'm raising money to fund expenses because I don't have any sales yet. Oh, wait. Let me let me ask, okay? Are we in business yet? I'm going to say yes. I would agree with that. I'm just saying okay. I, I, I think there's a common myth out there people so will talk minute, about. Well, we also haven't spent much money. Spent no. very little money. Like a couple hundred bucks to, to get the thing filed and up and maybe your a time. Maybe accountant fee, yeah. maybe. Maybe a thousand bucks at most. Maybe. That's, uh, that's maybe. being very conservative. But it's so mostly, a, mostly your time. You do invested. I need an office? Do I need a brochure? <laughs> When, when is that part of your market? That's part of your marketing plan. Yeah, no, it it depends. It depends on the company. Some people need a physical space. In today's world, not as many need a physical space to go to because technology is such that you can may, may not need a. Yeah, I say space. in these formative years, this is starting a company now. In these formative years, no, no to the office. It's nothing but a big expense, and don't cock yourself in the fact that you need it. You can use a bedroom. You can empty a bedroom and use it as your office you can do a lot of things and you should sure. not to spend money my dad started a company 42 years ago in the bedroom of our house perfect or after graduating from night school in business after his day job working the funeral home he's <laughs> on the phone making phone calls right that's how you do it so, so that's, you don't that's spend a lot of money Right. You you make those decisions. No, I don't need an office now. I, I don't. Not until I get customers and need more workspace. And but there is ways off. People want. Hey, if I don't have a location, people are thinking I'm not in business yet. That's that's. And you're saying that's, that's total right. bunk, guys. Don't buy into that. That's, that's BS. Don't worry about that. So stuff. I do. Do I need a computer for my office? Not right now. But you need one in today's world, and you'll need one probably if if you market your company, whatever that means to you. We'll tell you in a minute. But if you market your company well and start to get some sales, uh, you're, probably, you're, you're not probably, you will need a computer. But before you get sales, you've got to understand some accounting, some accounting, and some ability to price your products that, that'll show a profit. You've got to understand. And here's where people who don't have a business understanding start to get in trouble because they really don't know what they're doing. I mean, it, it, you know, cost accounting and pricing products is very complicated. And what they'll do is often just copy the competition. Mm-hmm. And in, in the design business, that uh, you just you, you can't do that in any business. Hey, some sales dollars are better than none. Well, now that's another discussion that can be debated. What's your time worth, blah, 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 and then we get fancy pants discussions okay. and people get discouraged. I'd like to talk about that. We come back. We're up against a break here, Jack. I want to talk a little more about that, and then we get to come in our final segment in terms of what other things are key to do at this early key stage of, uh, of business. Well, you know what we should do is carry, carry this over to uh, the next Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Yeah, we might. We'll see. Yeah. All right. 
So stay tuned. we got some more stuff on that. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. And we're looking for your faxes and your ideas of starting up companies. You got it. Faxes and texts, yes. Nope. That's all right. Faxes. Um, excuse me. <laughs> no worries. That's all right. Who told me faxes? Nobody did. All take right. That, so take that stick, off our, our whiteboard. Stick around. we got more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on, coming your way here on Integrity Who Radio. Was in this room before? WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, com. All right, all right. We're backing at it for our final segment here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business tonight. Thanks for being here. I'm your co-host, Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. I'm the guard of the texting operation here. 440-946-9468. It's okay to text hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. That's right. For the space in between. So you're going to hijack the studio. As they say, just watch that when you... Can you say hi, Jack, on the air? Is that okay? You just can't say it on an airplane. You can say it on the air, though. That's good. So... (laughs) <laughs> Our topic tonight is how do you start a, a, a small business to be successful? And the first three segments, folks, we've gotten you through. We're started. The company has started. And we're starting to get into some of the some of the challenges when it comes to first starting out and trying to get your first sale. So what happens if you try to get your first sale? Well, you got issues with the first sale in terms of trying to price what's going on. Jack's tech, he's checking the text screen. I, I sent him a personal message. <laughs> He's smiling. This is my, my message. So I'm just checking. I got to get Jack bigger on. glasses. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> B- bigger glasses or ones that magnify more? That's uh, either way. That, does, does that go both ways? The bigger they are, the more they magnify. That's what I heard. So okay. Anyway, so yeah. So we got the company started, and we have a chance to maybe get some of our first sales. But you're cautioning. Well, hey, how do you set your selling price? And I guess part of the beauty, of what we, we the, the example we gave here, we didn't do it. It just happened to be such. It's it's a service company. Right, we're talking about an interior design company. So the beauty of something like a service company is most of the investment up front is going to be your time. That's correct. It's a, you're, you're, what you're capitalizing on is what's what's in your brain and your and your and your ability to create something like that, right? So my guess is for interior design, you could probably hand draw stuff, or there's some pretty inexpensive tools. Again, there's ways to for very little to no money to have what you need to do to get things ready to kind of go. And if you're in a startup mode like this, you you should be using your friends initially for little jobs to get some momentum. So Adam's your friend. He says, hey, I'd like you to come in and do a job. And you do it in small and keep things small. Don't go running out and buying stuff and investing in stuff. This may not work out. And to Adam's point with the your time, at this point, if you don't have much in the way of expenses and cash outlays, then the the money you get for your time is really going to be almost all profit. Yes, it is. And that's what you want. So mm-hmm. we often encourage people early on, especially with a company that may be service-based, Jack, we talk about trying to give it away to start with. That's right. Because we, yeah, part, of the, the part of what you want to do is you want to prove out that your product or service has, is, is in demand. And, folks, if you can't give something away, right, it's like going up and being auctioned off, you know, for a date with somebody. You know, one of those, you know, do they do those anymore? They bring up a bachelor or a bachelorette and they, they auction them off for a date I for the evening. I have no idea. But picture being that bachelor up there and okay, I got no bidders. Like something, somebody, right? Remember Groundhog Day? You had Bill Murray's character. You got, you got, they were bidding out over him, and then they had uh, what's the guy's name? Chris Elliott, maybe is the guy's name, but whatever. He's kind of he was the guy who was the driver, and he's trying to get bid on him. Like, what do we get for this? Guy, right? He's doing. I think they like two bits. <laughs> what, what, what's two bits? Like Didn't two, two, see like it. two, two dollars. Anyway, so 
he's trying to give himself away. Nobody wanted him, Jack. Well, so guess what? He, that's the wrong spot for him. So if, if, right. I, if I can't give my service away. have a couple away, plants in the audience. But, uh, right. But yeah. if I can't give it away to people who know I can trust me, chances are it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> and that's no, that's a good idea, you know, to, to try to give it away, to get that first job and then get the first paying job. And while you're you're waiting for that uh, moment to arrive, you fix your company. You keep educating yourself by fix. You you uh, start to lay out and price computers for your company. You don't buy them yet. You start to price stuff, so you got a sense of cost. And all the while, you're trying to market and understand your business in the sense of accounting, legal. Um, cash flows, setting, selling price, other expenses you're going to need. Policies on things like, you know, do you buy new furniture covers? Do you buy new carpet? And uh, you you can't go ask Adam, who's hired you, to do a job. you got to understand that and quote him. So you got to know how to price this stuff out. In a company like this, this is probably the most important factor that you're going to face along with in the early going especially not spending money you don't have to spend a lot of money all right so we're we're kind of beating around the bush a little bit here in terms of stuff that people have to do we haven't talked about this yet we've talked around it but the seven keys to success jack they they are on my list they're on your list okay that that jumped far far ahead it's the next one on my list. oh okay go figure (laughs) (laughs) all right so if you go to our website maximumvp.com there's a, a, a menu item there called the MVP Playbook. Click on that, you'll see the seven keys to success. And that lays out a lot of things that we've been talking about here in terms of the business part. What do you have to figure out? It's part of the planning process, Jack, right? What do you have to have in place? So if I'm going to put together a profit plan, which is the second key there, well, what am I going to sell? That's right. How do I determine that? And that's, that requires learning. And you need help in doing that. You know, you aren't going to get it all out of books, that's for sure. You aren't going to get it out of school, that's for sure. Uh, Those may be helpful. I'm not going to deny that. But they're not necessary for this kind of business and many small businesses. They just aren't necessary. Um, There's a lot of expertise out there that can help you. And you ultimately have to have, as Adam said, these seven keys to success. You're going to have them in one form or another. But what's nice is they're they're well organized and they give you a, at least an introduction to the categories of business that you have to master if you want to be successful. All if you right. don't want to be successful, just listen to people <laughs> who haven't made it, and they'll they'll tell you all kind of things. That's right. So we got the idea down, we got the company set up, and now we're talking about kind of getting to the operations of it and getting our first sales. Once the company's set up to go, you want to f- find those sales. And you want to be very frugal. That's what you're talking about, Jack, in terms right. of being very careful with how you're spending your money. But you want to start, once the company's set up and you're in business, you want to get business. So we're in business. We want to get business. So people have to know you're out there. Yes. How the heck do you do that? That's how do you do that? That's your marketing plan. It's key number three, Jack. Okay. So what kind of activities? So we mentioned this whole idea of no like, and trust. KLT, as we affectionately call it. No like, and trust. People who know you, they like you, and they trust you. If you look at the list, you put a list together. It starts with some family and friends and coworkers or folks who are involved with volunteer stuff, people you went to school with, whatever it might be. There's a lot of people that might be on that list. Those are the folks that are most likely to buy something from you. 
right? Because they have a need, and one of the things you have a need, you want to ha- have somebody you trust work on it. And so going through and talking to people and educating them about what you're doing. So a couple of things on that score. You, you have to be able to present to them so that they can help you. Key number seven. That's right. And basically, you don't want to rush out and get a fancy, spend thousands to get a trifold brochure that does this and that. A one-pager with some some very inexpensive creative artwork, uh, you know, that that could be done by a, a myriad of people that basically are on the computer who can use the computer to develop some very nice, oh, we'll call it layout, something appropriate for interior design. And that's going to take some time, but it doesn't have to take a lot of money. So you have, well, here's some examples of of the work I can do. And give other interior design before-after kind of scenarios and things like that, where, again, we're we're focused on the bottom line. You aren't going to go broke going into a business. You're going to be controlling it all along the way while you get educated. And you start to bring these things in the seven keys to to play in your business and all of a sudden not only do you have a business and you've had one for a while but now this business is actually generating revenue and profits wow yes you want to figure out you touched on the organization plan a little bit before in terms of folks you want to be able to tap into do you need other people that are suppliers for you or do you need other expertise maybe you don't have and you start tapping into that and you're always watching the cash flow cash is a bit you know is a big deal and if as you've mentioned 10 times now, Jack, between money and time. Right. And and usually that's the case. You're balancing those two. In startup mode, people tend to have more time than money, but it's not always the case. Because often the way startups happen is it it started on a a, uh, uh, moonlight basis. In the evenings and the weekends kind of stuff, usually they have a day job doing something that's kind of paying their bills currently. So you often, you're taking that, what it was quote-unquote free time before, you're not taking that and you're investing it in the business. So you're investing it. Because you have more of that than you have anything else. So it's key to get those things kind of up and going. And, and, and again, if it's set up, it's ready to go, you feel good about the idea, to get out there and start getting those sales. My daughter-in-law, ex-daughter-in-law, she uh, she was in some, uh, yes, what do they call it? Roller skates, roll, roller... Roller derby. Roller derby, yes. And uh, she lives out of state. Uh, she's my ex-daughter-in-law, as I say. And she dis- she she saw a need in in terms of this was women's roller derby, and basically there there was a fashion conscious streak down there, and these women couldn't find uh, the kind of clothes, different socks, different leggings, different whatever, different tops, things that uh, you know were were in demand, but they weren't at the time basically available very easy. So she created a website. And she sourced material from suppliers, and she went into business and was doing very well with it. Good. So and the point is, she, you know, she had business savvy, so she kind of knew what to do, and she was asking me for some advice. And, and uh, you know, she had a business that was running from zero to a couple hundred thousand dollars in revenue. 
Good. She saw it from an idea that was in her world of something that was of interest to her. Yeah. Spotted it and made it, made and it happen. So from the idea stage. Going back to, to the very beginning of our show. Awesome. All right. Well, unfortunately, that's it. all the time we got, Jack. So Holy crap. Another fast show, but thanks for sticking with us here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. No faxes. No faxes. No faxes. That's right. You can catch us next week at 7 p.m. Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. You can email us, radio at maximumvp.com, or call us, 877-849-0670. Hey, you can learn more Dirty Secrets of Small Business next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, wintradio.com. After all these years, after all these